right. Good evening, and thank you for joining us for the 2023 Ask the Candidates hosted by the Wood River Public Library. I'm Lindsay Heron, Library Director. Also on this call is Holly Berry, the Assistant Director. We're excited to sit down with the candidates for Wood River City Council and ask them questions submitted by the public. Each candidate will be given two minutes to introduce themselves and hit on any key points to their platform prior to answering your questions. They will then get 15 minutes to answer as many questions as they can. At the end, they will get an additional two minutes to say any last thoughts. Questions were submitted using an online form from the public and will be asked in order they were received. Any questions containing profanity or deemed derogatory by library staff or those referring to another candidate or citizen will not be asked. Additionally, repeat questions will only be asked once using the language in the first submission. The candidates have not seen these questions before and the library staff has not altered the questions in any way. Prior to the start of this call, the order for the candidates was chosen at random. Lindsay and I will take turns asking questions. Lindsay will use a timer on her cell phone to ensure each candidate sticks to the 15 minute time limit. She will give you a five minute and one minute warning. She will start the timer after the first question is read. Candidates, as a reminder, should you go over your time limit, you will be muted. Furthermore, please refrain from referencing other candidates or citizens. Should you reference another candidate or citizen, you will receive one warning. If there's another occurrence, your time will be forfeited. We want to remind both the candidates and any viewers, the library does not support, endorse, or sponsor any candidate. This is simply an opportunity for each candidate to address the public's questions in an uninterrupted forum. We're going to go ahead and get started. We're going to go alphabetically for opening statements. I am going to mute people who are not speaking. All right. Dr. Ayers, your time starts now. Thank you. My wife, the former Nancy Scalise and former East Alton Wood River High School school teacher, and I have been married 43 years, and I'm running for city council because we live here and we care for our community. When I, was, I see something that can be improved upon, I would just want to make it happen. I have a unique background in healthcare, building instruction, business and community service, which has given to me the experience to make a good council member. I was happy with a public service retirement until recently a group, including city officials, met with the Edwardsville YMCA to possibly bring a Y to Wood River. We, decei we were deceived. The officials only talked about the 1% sales tax and the meeting became a secret at the request of an official. The pool removal, the public our referendum for the rec center and they're willfully wanting to tear down the roundhouse and the technology fee added to the water sewer bill made me run for city council. The decisions made during my term as mayor, such as the super Walmart, strip malls, car dealerships, McDonald's, Walgreens, Wyndham Terrace apartments have been financially beneficial to the city. Other decisions such as flooding remediation in the central Hawthorne and Old St. Louis Road, Asphalt paving and streets improvements in bulk in all city parks and leaf pickups have made life easier. On April 4th, you will be asked to act, elect or hire two council members to a $400 million enterprise with an annual budget of $17 million. This coming year, the budget will be increased to $29 million. 
That's why we need to elect two experienced business people who can think outside the box and truly work for the benefit of this community. Thank you. Thank you, David. Kristen, it is your turn now. There I am. Am I unmuted? Okay. <laughs> Hi, my name is Kristen Burns. Um, I'm running for Woodover City Council. Uh, my family has owned a business here, oh gosh, 40 something years. Uh, so I've always kind of been in the community. Uh, I've been a Riverbend resident my entire life and uh, have kids that go to East Alton Woodover High School. And I volunteer in the, in the community a lot. Um, my husband is a police officer here in town. Um, my, the most important thing that I want to do is have my kids love their hometown. And I think that everyone deserves a hometown that they can be proud of, that they can feel supportive and that they are heard. Um, I think that that's very important. I know that a lot of people don't feel that their values and their opinions are being heard. And that's my job as a city council member, if I'm elected, to do that, to hear all of the uh, comments and decisions that they want us to have. Um, I want to make it an inclusive community. I want to involve the kids. I want to involve the youth. And um, it's they're the future of our city. So I really want to make sure that they are uh, heard and listened to, and they should be helping us plan for our for whatever. Um, I want to grow the community. I want to grow economic growth. Small businesses are a huge part of the city and I want to see more of them. So I work with them now and I'd like to continue working to move us forward in the right direction and be an economically healthy community. That's it. Thank you. Thank you. Bill, you'll be next. Thank you. Uh, I'm Bill Detmers, and uh, I've uh, lived in Wood River since 2005. My wife grew up in Wood River. Uh, we've been very happy to live in here in Wood River. I've uh, been a uh, business owner for over 40 years, so I have an extensive background in working with uh, tax law and uh, other things like uh, uh, such as uh, business uh, business type issues. Uh, I think Wood River has a lot of opportunities ahead of it. The uh, city has a lot of good things going on. We've got the downtown areas growing. There's a, the east end area is gonna be developed. So I think there's a lot of good possibilities there. But the reason why I decided to uh, run uh, for the city council is because I became very concerned after uh, in, in 2019, when I learned that the city was going to tear down the roundhouse and uh, build a new Reich center. To uh, the operations of the city and I found out that the city was being misled on several different items. For example, uh, the city was told that uh, the 1% sales tax could pay for the rec center. That was uh, uh, inaccurate, it's not true. It cannot be uh, used to pay for the 1% sales tax. Uh, so I think we need to focus on uh, making sure that the uh, people have faith in their government, that we wanna make sure that the city focuses on the right things to provide the economic growth and development that we need. I think there's a lot of things that we can do, but we have to pay particular attention to our budget and making sure that um, there needs to be accountability in the city. Uh, we've had uh, several instances in the past where the uh, 
management uh, was uh, involved in some decisions that uh, misconduct that needs to be addressed. But I think if we take time to address these issues and uh, uh, make sure that you know going forward, these aren't gonna be an issue, we can address this, make the city prosperous, and uh, hopefully that you'll consider- Your time's up, Bill. Thank you, Bill. Sonia, it is your turn now. Thank you. <laughs> um, you would think I would be used to this by now after having two school-aged kids go through the pandemic learning. So, um, hi, my name is Sonia Hageman and I am running to retain my seat on city council. I was appointed two years ago. I was the first female appointed um, onto our council, which was long past due. Um, I was appointed by the first female mayor that we had, also long past due. I will say that I am the fourth generation um, citizen in the city of Wood River. I lived there my entire life. I graduated from Wood River EAWR. My husband graduated from EAWR. He is also a fourth generation resident. Um, just the other day, I was able to drive by and point out the house that my grandmother was born in to my daughter. Those are special moments that I have in my city, and that's why this city means so much to me. Um, I am running on the platform that we need to retain and attract younger families, younger younger individuals of, of all make, makeups and models. Uh, we need to make sure we have substantial and sustainable economic growth. Uh, we need to make sure that all citizens feel heard, not just the loudest ones. Um, also, I have 30 years of community service. I started serving on the Park and Rec Board when I was 15 years old as a teen advisor. That is something I would love to bring back. Being able to have an input into the activities that my community sponsored at that young age impacted my entire life. I, uh, to this day, I will volunteer for anything that the city needs. Uh, if I'm available, everybody knows that they can reach out to me and I'll be there to help make this work. Um, I've been a youth coach for over 25 years. I started when I was about 17 or 18 years old. I'm a Girl Scout leader. I'm also a public servant of 22 years. There's a difference between business owner and the public sector. I think that really needs to be taken a look at. There's a reason why people go and get an MBA and an MPA, because they're completely different and they need to be treated as such. The public sector does not work like a small business. Thank you, Sonia. Your time is Thank up. Thank you. All right, Mr. Landry, you're gonna be next. I've asked you to unmute. Can you unmute yourself? I, you're muted, sir. I asked, I've clicked the ask you to unmute button there. Um, if you hover over your, your picture, there's a three dots in the top that say that you can click and unmute. There okay. we go. All right, your time starts now. Hi, I'm Pastor Dave Landry. I've been pastoring for 40 years. I feel like that I can contribute to the city council in Wood River uh, because I have the uh, ability to deal with uh, people and uh, I, uh, I've dealt with people for many situations. I think, I think common sense from being involved in city council meetings I realized one thing, 
it's more about common sense than it is anything. And I think that the city can solve a lot of its issues just by having common sense, being able to come together with issues and, and finding a compromise that we can all live with. This election is about whether you want to see the city grow economically, uh, reduce taxes as the city has more economic growth, fix up developing downtown and other parts of Wood River with new business, great homeowners opportunities for the first time homeowners, continue road improvements, continue sidewalk improvements, make sure all three phases of the sewer and the water separation is being completed. Maintaining all of our parks is a big issue for me, especially East End, Brushy Grove, and Little Italy. With playgrounds, equipment that's equal to the other parks that's in Wood River. When voting for me, you'll have a voice that represents the citizens of Wood River. After all, this is your city. We don't need any more politicians that doesn't listen to citizens and think they know better than voters, what voters want, or politicians that want to fight against everything, twisting things around, making things look like what they're not stopping economic growth with, with uh, their actions, looking like Washington, getting nothing done with no room for compromise. Thank you, Mr. Landry, your time is up. Oh. Thank you, David. We will now begin the questions submitted by the public in the order randomly selected. Bill, you are up first. Bill, you're unmuted. There we go. Thank you. All right, and as a reminder, your time will start after I finish this first question. Sure. Okay. Will you vote to hold a binding referendum that will allow residents the opportunity to determine if the city should have a cannabis dispensary and whether it should be located downtown or elsewhere? If not, why not? Uh, yes, I would vote to have a, a referendum for a downtown cannabis dispensary. Um, the reason being is that people need to have a voice in such an important matter like a cannabis dispensary. It's a controversial issue, and many of the people I've talked to, um, I, th I think it's an open question whether or not a cannabis dispensary is wanted in the, in the city. But based upon the people I've talked to, most of them that I've talked to do not want to have it downtown. They would rather see it in another area. The reason why is the initial economic development plans that I was told were going to be happening for downtown was going to be family oriented. And I don't see where a, a cannabis dispensary would be something that would be family oriented. So I think that uh, it would, should be something that the, uh, the people should have a voice in making a final decision on. Okay, next question. Over the past few years, there have been several times when the city and its employees appear to have violated state election laws, and the city appears to be misappropriating funds to build the rec center. If elected, will you vote to have these activities investigated to determine how to correct this going forward? Uh, yes, uh, I think it's important that we bring confidence back into uh, the, the city. Uh, we've had several instances in the past where, and I was alluding to this in my opening comments, that um, 
there's no doubt that city employees were engaging in misconduct, misconduct and electioneering, which is prohibited by law. In 2019, leading up to the 1% sales tax, city employees were placing vote yes signs on uh, city property. That's against the law. Uh, they were also mailing uh, vote yes materials out to residents of the subdivisions to vote yes. That also is against the law. In 2020, when we were having the Save the Roundhouse, Stop the Reckless Spending uh, referendum, um, management employees developed an FAQ that was developed in conjunction with the former mayor, all at taxpayer expense. These are all things that are not uh, allowed by law. So I think if we're going to have confidence in our, in our elections going forward, the city has to have, um, well, I think we need to have an ethics training program for the employees so they know and understand what the laws are. And uh, I think we need to have an audit of all the uh, management employees to see uh, if they were properly using their time for a, a city business and not in political uh, endeavors. And then also have a, a legal law firm come in and review the activities so we can uh, change all the ordinances and the uh, policies to make sure that this doesn't happen again going forward. So yes, I would definitely uh, be in favor of that. When was the last time you volunteered to help the children of this community and what did you do? Would What would you do for the kids of this community if elected? I used to be a coach with the uh, Tri-City uh, Soccer League. Uh, when my kids uh, were younger, uh, we'd spent a lot of time on weekends at the uh, soccer games and the soccer fields at Benbo and East Dalton and the other areas. So uh, when my kids were younger, we were very involved in, in the Tri-City Soccer Leagues. Uh, with regard to the youth, I think that we need to be focusing on uh, programs that will actually get the kids involved. Uh, I, I, I'm not sure that the rec center is actually going to be bringing uh, new activities to the community, but uh, I have talked to the park and rec director about different programs uh, back in 2020 when I first got involved with the investigation of the city. And I'm in favor of all the programs we can have for the kids. And I would be in, for, in, in support of and in favor of expanding the programs. But uh, it has to be something that uh, doesn't interfere with uh, other programs that the city needs to take a look at. But I am totally behind things that we can do to help promote the youth in the city, in the city. and sports, anything like education, anything I'm in favor of it. You have said that the recreation center would hurt economic development. Can you explain why that's the case? Yeah, um, the 1% sales tax does not, uh, the city has misled the public about the 1% sales tax. The 1% sales tax, and I mentioned this last night at the city council meeting. Uh, I have a lawsuit against the city on the, on the misuse of public funds for the 1% sales tax. The 1% sales tax can only be used for public infrastructure, property tax relief, and municipal operations. The statute does not allow the money to be spent on the 1% uh, sales tax for rec centers. So the city is misappropriating the funds. What's going to happen now is these funds are being used for the rec center that we should never have ever uh, built because there was never an economic feasibility study to determine if it was even uh, warranted, what the services that were needed, if we would have uh, taken the time to find out what the community really wanted, I would have been in favor of it. Now, I do know that the city said that they wanted a swimming pool, and there's no swimming pool in this uh, rec center. So um, I think that uh, the, it's going to be a drain on our resources. I think that 
if there is, uh, there should have been the money that we got from 1% sales tax needs to be used for the infrastructure and uh, for property tax relief. So uh, that's why I think there's a, a problem here. The rec center is gonna cost us, I think based upon the budget numbers I saw, they were projecting a $57,000 deficit last night on the budget numbers. But that did not include the cost of the rec director and other expenses. The actual cost of the rec center is gonna be a quarter of a million dollars a year. That doesn't count the cost of three quarters of a million dollars a year of the debt payment. That's a million dollars a year that's gonna be a hit to the city. And so that's an awful lot of money that uh, we could be using to uh, put into, uh, what I, my key thing in the city is I want to put money into redeveloping the older area of town and changing the two bedroom, one bath houses into three bedroom and two bath houses so we can give grant money to people to take those and rehabilitate them. And that's gonna increase our, uh, our tax base and provide more tax money to the schools. That's what I would really like to see the money going to. You've claimed the YMCA should run the new recreation complex. The YMCA's gymnastics program on average is $90 a session, while the parks department is around $50 a session. Is it fair for the citizens of Wood River to take on these price increases? I have no idea what the prices are at the YMCA, but uh, if there is a, a difference in the cost, I see no reason why we couldn't try to help support the differences for families that uh, can't afford it. I think that's probably the best way to handle the situation. I also suggest that in lieu of a rec center, I suggest that the city take a building in downtown and rehab it and make it a, a, a dedicated building for the gymnastics program, but the city didn't want to uh, consider that instead of in lieu of the uh, rec center. They decided that they wanted to build the rec center instead of something like that. Would have been dedicated to the uh, gymnastics program. I think it would have been a lot more uh, cost effective than the rec center. You have said that you disagree with the 1% sales tax in general. How would you propose that the city would complete all of these infrastructure projects, sewer separation project, east side detention pond, 6th street detention pond, without the 1% sales tax? I've never said that I was opposed to the 1% sales tax. I uh, think that the 1% sales tax is vital for the infrastructure. My objection to the 1% sales tax is the misuse of the funds for the rec center. As I just explained, the rec center is not a uh, qualified expenditure under the definition of infrastructure under the state statute. That's my objection to the 1% sales tax, or to the uh, use of the 1% sales tax for the rec center. I'm not opposed to property tax relief with the 1% sales tax, nor for the infrastructure programs that are appropriately uh, defined under the statute. Okay. First responders, police and fire just got a 4% raise $4,000 bonus each, a brand new $1 million fire truck, and their pension is now 60% funded, which is the highest in 20 years. How is the city of Wood River not currently prioritizing its first responders? I don't think I've ever made that comment. So I don't, I think it's, I think the city is trying to prioritize its first responders. And I want to continue to uh, make sure that the first responders are taken care of. My, um, when I first moved into the city, my dad lived with me. And my dad lived with, lived with me for three years and he had dementia. Uh, I had many occasions when the fire and the police had to come out and care for my father. So I know how important it is to have these services available. So I am a big supporter of the public services, uh, especially the police and the fire. So I, I'm fully in favor of that. 
Is your goal to transition the city of Wood River from a city manager run government to a strong mayoral run government? No, that's not my uh, objective at all. Um, I think that uh, the city manager form of government is, is uh, preferable over the mayor form of government, but um, I think we need to have better management. Uh, I, we were promised that we were gonna have a uh, wide uh, process of finding a qualified uh, city manager. The way that we went about this uh, picking of the new manager, I thought was flawed. The, uh, the city needs to have a process where they take at least three candidates. And if, if someone from the city wants to apply for it, I think that's fine. But uh, we need to have, have a process that allows to, us to choose from several different candidates to come up with the right, can, the right city manager. The process that we use this time was totally flawed in my opinion. And that's my objection to what happened. But um, no, I'm not in favor of the mayoral form of government. I prefer the uh, city manager form of government. Would you be willing to forego your city council salary to save the taxpayers money? Sure. In your Riverbender interview from February 9th, 2023, you concentrated on the negative aspects of everything you believe is wrong with Wood River. Could you please highlight some positive qualities you see in Wood River and how you will contribute to those? So that was a February 20, what was the date again? February 9th, 2023. Okay, well, I'm drawing a blank on what that was. But um, uh, the things, I, I, I'm gonna have to ask you, I reread that again. So I, I kind of yes, lost sir. it. In your Riverbender interview from February 9th, 2023. Oh, my Okay, 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 go ahead. Um, please repeat it though. My favorite riverbender. You concentrated on the negative aspects of everything you believe is wrong with Wood River. Could you please highlight some positive qualities you see in Wood River and how you will contribute to those? Okay, thank you. Uh, I'm not, I don't think that I concentrated on all the negatives. I did talk about the positives, but I think that the, as I said, the economic development is good here in the city. Um, I think that we need to improve the schools. So the way that I would like to do that is, as I mentioned earlier, I wanna take money to focus on getting young families to take these two bedroom houses and turn them into three bedroom houses so we can uh, you know, improve the tax base and uh, bring more younger families into the city that way. I think that there's an opportunity to uh, bring more young families in with a grant program uh, to, uh, attract young families. But um, uh, I also like uh, the East End development. I think there's a lot of good things going on out there. Uh, I know that uh, the downtown area is finally going to get some uh, rehabilitation and a lot of attention. I'm very much in favor of that. Uh, so I think those are all good things. And I will do whatever I can to support and, uh, you know, vote to uh, support, you know, funding of different projects to help those things come to fruition. What have you done to promote growth in the city of Wood River? Personally, I haven't really done anything to promote growth in the city, uh, but I see that, I don't see that as a, a detriment. I think that we're gonna be able to, uh, that my ideas are gonna be able to help grow the city. Uh, as I just mentioned, uh, I wanna have the money that we've got 
put into uh, attracting young families to rehab these two bedroom houses. I think that's gonna provide a lot of growth. And uh, I think growth will come from the young families coming into this community. And I think that's the way that we should do that uh, is trying to offer grant money to develop these, uh, these houses. Can you please explain how your many FOIA requests and resulting legal fees are a good use of city employee time and city funds? Well, um, the FOIAs are for information that I was trying to investigate the uh, misconduct of various activities for the city. The, um, the uh, uh, FOIAs have provided us with various information that I've been able to use to try to correct, I wanna use it to try to correct uh, the city going forward. For example, I mentioned that, you know, these activities that we had with, you know, interfering with the elections, people don't want elections being interfered with. That was the reason why uh, I did all these FOIAs. Most of the FOIAs that we, uh, I've done though, were for uh, minutes, um, agendas, because you couldn't even get them until recently online. So most of the stuff that I was FOIAing initially was for that type of information. Thank you, so, Bill, your time is up. Oh, thank you. <laughs> All right. David Ayers, you're gonna be next. You, you are unmuted. All right. Will you vote to hold a binding referendum that will allow residents the opportunity to determine the city should have a cannabis dispensary and whether it should be located downtown or elsewhere? If not, why not? Yes, I would. I like to hold a binding referendum. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, and as far as the downtown area, where it's presumed to be located, I do not care for that location. Uh, but because of family orientation, restaurants, et cetera. But uh, I think a good location in the downtown area would be near the bus station because I know many people who utilize marijuana uh, don't have transportation. So they could get off a bus, purchase their items, and then get back on a bus and and uh, leave or, or to go home. But anyway, um, I do not recommend the location uh, from Wood River Avenue East to Sixth Street. I would not recommend that area. Over the past few years, there have been several times when the city and its employees appear to have violated state election laws and the city appears to be misappropriating funds to build the rec center. If elected, Will you vote to have these activities investigated to determine how to correct this going forward? Yes. Anytime there's a, a wrong, it needs to be righted. So whether it's misappropriation of funds or mismanagement of time, it should be corrected. Thank you. Would you be willing to forego your city council salary to save the taxpayers money? I could. I mean, whether I do or not, but I could, yes. What were your notable achievements from your tenure as mayor? Where, how much time do we have? Lindsay, give me time. 
Uh, okay. You're at 12.50. All right. Okay. Notable is, again, buying a paver and paving our streets before we had oil and ship. I remember the triathlons. Every time we had triathlon, we always had to brush the, the rock off so the riders would not fall, which several of them had. Uh, we have a new water tower. We have a new bus station. We had Super Walmart. We got those strip malls. Um, we had well, we had uh, Deer Park at one time. The oil petroleum tanks along Madison Avenue were removed. Um, Vaughn Hill Cemetery was brought into the city when I met with the owners at that time. Uh, the, well, the, the former Kmart on vacation, I was in New Jersey. I met with the former Kmart owner so that he would try to soften him up so that he would sell the building because it had been sitting there for years. Again, a property where the Walgreens is located was owned by a, a corporation in California. We had to work through. So there are many accomplishments in those are few. What have you done to promote growth in the city of Wood River? Presently or past. Um, as, as mayor, we had a committee who went to Las Vegas to a business expo. In fact, we did it twice to promote business and the location of Wood River. Um, from that, we, I, we had the businesses that knew Wood River but they bypassed them. I mean, they knew uh, Highway 111 because they traveled. But the, the most of the people we met, the economics of Woodrow was not to their liking. Meaning the people didn't. They went to higher class areas such as Edwardsville. So uh, that's what I have. I, I always will promote Woodrow. In fact, I would in the future near future, we'll talk with a, a store owner and see about adding to his business. So that is what I would promote, always. Your campaign is almost identical to another candidate. What sets you apart from your opponents? From my opponents, uh, my background, whether it be medicine, our building contractor, our, um, I've had so many varied experiences. I have been, I've been a swimming coach. I have been, um, well, I, 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 I'm a physician and I've semi-retired because I've had cancer and I'm a survivor of that. I'm a veteran um, and I've, also treat addictions. So there's a little bit of background on my differences of the other candidates. What organizations, boards, and committees do you currently volunteer on in Wood River? How do you support our community now, not including monetarily? Well, I'm, Rotary, well, I'm not on the Rotary Club board now, but I have been a Rotary Club member for, well, in perfect sentence, which is weekly, for about 29 years until COVID hit. I've been on the uh, Oasis board, on uh, Operation Blessing board. I've been on Lewis and Clark 
um, well, it's actually the Paisal Bird Council Scouts. I've been on the Lewis and Clark Lawn Association Board. I've been on the Pride Board. I've been on the Park and Recreation Board. Um, those are a few and the recent. Does that answer my is that all the question? Would you like me to read it again so yes. that you Just okay. see if, if I fulfilled yep. them? What organizations, boards, and committees do you currently volunteer on in Wood River? How do you support our community now, not including monetarily? How do I support? Well, I come to the library periodically and help with some of the recreational things that you have at the library with the youth. So um, that I do also, not since COVID, but I've always attended the city's Easter egg uh, hunt. And I come to the Santa Claus uh, breakfast, pancake breakfast. So I support the city. Thank you. What is your plan for economic growth in Wood River? For economic approach, well, there are three things that draw people to a city. One is jobs, two schools, and three housing. Schools we don't have, the city does not have a say in. So well, that is, uh, so we have the two other options, jobs, and uh, housing. We are in desperate need of housing and we need to definitely upgrade our housing. Uh, I've been walking for the last six weeks around the city and, and when I talk to people, they're complaining always about their neighbors, their neighborhood, et cetera, that needs to be cleaned up, et cetera. So as, as I have said for the last 25 years since basically a council member that we need to upgrade our housing and help develop that through appropriations, uh, monetary appropriations, possibly uh, from the city, also from businesses. I have a program in mind that uh, if, if elected, we will work on getting people who are low income, and get them supplies and even to maintain their houses and even uh, possibly having contractors help with the under, underserved and under um, or low income housing. As far as jobs, we're almost a bedroom community. And because all of our major jobs have gone, the refineries. So we need small businesses because that's going to be our lifeblood to attract people to come here and stay and spend their dollars instead of living here and going to St. Louis or going to Grafton or Edwardsville. So we need to bring the people here with housing and let them support our businesses. Thank you. Will you work to defund the runner? Uh, you cut out. Will you work to defund the rec center? Uh, defunding. Uh, now the 1% sales tax, yes, should be taken back because it is never legally used, supposed to be used for that uh, 
but so defunding, no, we have a building. We have to find out a way to utilize it and keep it off the, the tax rolls as a burden. Um, I mean, we, we have a structure built. So it's good. It's, we need to maintain it, but the problem is forward maintaining and services are going to be quite enormous in cost. So no, I'm not in favor of defunding. I am in favor of not using 1% sales tax for that. Thank you. The roundhouse has operated in the red for some time. So why save it? Do you have a plan to make the roundhouse a successful entity for the city? Yes. I mean, I don't, do I have a plan? No, but I would see that, that it'd be utilized. Um, I use it every year. I rent the rent house every year. I have a family reunion. We've done, we've had it in Wood River probably 25 years. Uh, so I want to maintain the roundhouse uh, for people of, I don't want to say senior citizens, but um, people who have excessive age know the history of the roundhouse and they have utilized it and they want to maintain it. And when I was mayor, we put the windows in it and um, the place is really a great meeting place. So I believe that we should continue maintaining and do I have any programs? No, because I think it's all we have to do is when um, it's just utilize it more, get more organizations to spend time there. Thank you. As the construction has started on the recreation center, how do you plan to make sure the building is successful? Well, I sure hope it is. Um, first of all, we need to make sure that the, the, the expenses to the voters, meaning what's it gonna to cost to have a membership? As a family memberships, individual memberships, they must be at a level that our citizens can purchase. And as far as maintaining, since we have a building, we're gonna to have to utilize it. I know that we have two basketball courts uh, and uh, room for our recreation, tumbling, et cetera, gymnastics. But that basketball court will have to be used, of course, with volleyball, we'll have to rent it out and we can because there are different organizations and of course the city around a rec center, uh, but they rent those places. We have pickleball, which is very active sport now, which I have been playing and that can be used also. So we have basketball, volleyball and pickleball. So that's what can be utilized in the, the rec center presently. Thank you. What is common sense economic growth? What is common sense economic growth? That means taking burdens off of taxpayers and try to do like we are doing downtown, whatever, adding small businesses. Uh, basic economic growth is, is business. Uh, so we, we have to, any city has to maintain the business. Uh, once you lose a, your, basically your small business, your large business are gonna go do fine because 
like Walmart, we have people who patronize it and some people don't patronize it. But the backbone of any city is small business. So uh, my philosophy is and always has been to improve our basically downtown in any uh, area of the city. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Ayers. That was all the questions that were submitted for you. Next up is David Landry. Do you remember how to unmute Mr. Landry? Just a second, yeah. Will you vote to hold a binding referendum that will allow residents the opportunity to determine if the city should have a cannabis dispensary and whether it should be located downtown or elsewhere? If not, why not? Uh, from what I, I it, that's a possibility that I, I would I would look at that from being at the city council meeting uh, last last night, I realized that most of the businesses down there are supporting that. Um, when the police chief uh, came out and gave his statements, he said that it was it was a sound uh, business. It, it, there would be not any problems going on. We were told by other business people that 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 it would bring in businesses. Uh, I like the idea that uh, that I, that we could have that to bring in additional money. And I would rather leave that up to the city council, you, you know, to, to do that. But if I was to put up for vote, I feel very good that the citizens of Wood River would overwhelmingly vote for it and that it, it will bring some economic development. It will help the city in, in, um, in uh, several areas. Uh, and uh, I feel confident that, that it would be an asset to the city. And uh, I'm not real sure at this point whether I'd support that or not. Uh, leave it at that. Over the past few years, there have been several times when the city and its employees appear to have violated state election laws, and the city appears to be misappropriating funds to build the rec center. If elected, will you vote to have these activities investigated to determine how to correct this going forward? No, I would not. I, I feel that those things that happened, happened under a different mayor, different city council, they had an opportunity to investigate. They had an opportunity to stop. They did not do that. Uh, I believe that the city manager, the mayor, uh, are doing a good job. If at some point they were not doing the job correctly that they were supposed to do, I'd be in favor of, of doing something more about that. But at this time, I think that the... Uh, our, our city uh, mayor, our mayor, and our uh, and and the and the council are doing a fine job, and I don't see the need to investigate something uh, that should have been investigated when it happened, and uh, I'm not concerned with uh, with any foul play. You have publicly called for the community to support the new rec center to make it successful. However, in the 2023-2024 proposed city budget, there is a projected loss of 
That's 57,000 plus 108,000 for the rec director that was not included in the rec center budget. How do you propose the city cover these losses? Where would you look to cut expenses or how would you propose the city raise the revenue to cover the loss? I'm believing that the direction that the city is going on, going in with the economic growth, with the developers that are wanting to develop at the East End area and, and the uh, people that are wanting to bring in business in the area, I think that, that I think that's a, a good way to uh, bring in the income as well as the sales of marijuana. And, you know, I believe that's, that, that's got the possibilities of bringing an enormous income into the city. And I think that if, if we develop our economic growth and we don't try to push the developers away that are wanting to develop in our area, I, I think that that would be more than enough money to uh, accommodate anything. And, and I'm, I think that listening to uh, Woody, the rec director. Remember, if, you can't reference other people. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I think that he, uh, he's he got a plan. I'm going to trust that his that, that plan is, is going to be successful to bring in the money that needs to be brought in. Um, I was against the rec center. Uh, you know, when they first started, I thought it cost too much money. But now that it's up, I want to do everything we can within the city and the city budget to make that rec center successful without jeopardizing the taxpayers in Wood River. And that's the best answer I can get. What have you done to promote growth in the city of Wood River? I personally haven't done anything uh, for the fact that I've never been involved with it in, in the political field. Um, one of the things that I did do not being you know, involved with the city is I was able to get $80,000 allocated to 14th Street Park to uh, refix it up and, and revitalize it. And I think anytime that you're able to fix your parks up, especially all your parks, your smaller parks that seem to be um, not attracting, uh, Brushy Grove and Little Italy Park. I think as you fix those parks up, those people in those communities will want to be able to live there, and uh, and bring and that will bring economic growth when they've got facilities there that they can take their kids that have the the things there that are that are you know are going to attract them. Uh, for instance, in, on 14th Street, they're going to put in a pickleball park. Park. They're going to be a they just revitalized the basketball. Um, I'm hoping that they can do some other things there. Uh, uh, and I think those are the type of, type of things that, uh, and, and to institute, um, uh, you know, housing ability for first time homeowners. I think that's something that the city has done that is a very excellent idea that if you're a first time home, homeowner, that they will compensate a certain amount of money to help you purchase that home. So. Uh, I think those are ways that I'd like to continue in the direction that the city's going to bring in economic growth. Your campaign literature cites improvements for parks. Can you note specifically what needs improved at which specific parks? Well, I, I think that 6th Street has been well taken care of. Uh, I think Belt Park has been well taken care of. I think the soccer field park has been well taken care of. 
and the parks have been improved as far as keeping them clean. I, I, I had, I, I had a project on that that I was emphasizing the fact that these parks need to be kept up. And uh, I believe that Little Italy, I believe that Brushy Robe and 14th Street Park, when I was a kid, 14th Street Park at East End covered from one end of the, of the park all the way to the other. Now all we have is a small section there with two swings that the kids are fighting over. Well, they're not actually fighting, but 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 they they you know they could have more swings, could be, have more uh, more facilities there for the kids, as well as uh, Brushy Grove, which is a big area that doesn't have very much either. And and Little Italy, when they're playing softball, there's not much there for the kids to be attracted to. And I I think that we could uh we could add more things to the park and make them as that make them as attractive as it is out of Belt Park and as attractive as it is at 6th Street. And uh, uh, those are the parks that I would like to see improved. And that's Brushy Grove Park, Little Italy, and the East End Park on 14th Street. What organizations, boards, and committees do you currently volunteer on in Wood River? How do you support um, our community now, not including monetarily? Okay, uh, I'm currently on Stormwater Commission's meeting, and that's the only thing that that I'm involved in right now. Prior to two years ago, when I started coming to city council meetings, my whole life revolved around the ministry that I that I was involved with as far as pastoring. When I got involved with uh, what was going on with the city. I, I began to have a desire to reach out and, and, and start doing some things. And the only thing that I am involved with right now is the stormwater. And uh, um, I hope to be involved with more, more things uh, as the opportunities I, you know, present me. I, uh, when they have veterans uh, get togethers, I, I, I'm more than happy to be there as a speaker as a, or, or to pray. Uh, um, and those type of things like that. But other than that, I, I'm new at this. And so I haven't had an opportunity to really be involved in, in a lot of the things that are going on. What is your plan for economic growth in Wood River? Uh, I'd like to see um, the developers be able to go into the East End Retention Pond area and revitalize that area. I would like, I, I want to see downtown revitalized. I think that the opera from, from what I saw in the meeting last night at city council, there's a lot of businesses ready to jump in and, 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 and bring their, uh, their businesses into Wood River. I want to support small business. I want to support the developers that, that want to come in and develop. And, uh, um, I, I, I like the idea again, like I said, um, the first time homeowners uh, to to be able to, to purchase a home in Wood River uh, and and part of that money would be funded to them to help make a down payment. I think the uh, I think we need to open the city up and make it attractive to young people. I want my children and my my children's children to to uh, to be able to grow up and 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 say that they like living in Wood River and uh, so. That's kind of where I'm at. You're I'm a pastor. How is your feelings about a dispensary possibly coming to Wood River? 
Okay, I I was very questionable about it. I uh, I, uh, I I wasn't comfortable with the idea. Uh, I went and talked to some people and uh, found out some things. And I I guess you know uh, if you the marijuana is legal in Illinois. We can't go shut down all the taverns in Illinois. <laughs> we can't. Uh, uh, this is an opportunity for some financial um, uh, income to come into the city. Uh, from the way I understand that they're being run, I, I'm, I, I'm not uncomfortable with it in the city at at this point, and I think that it will contribute to the to the city's ability to be able to help finance different things that need financed in the city. Uh, and and uh, at this point, I'm 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 for it because I would rather them come in and get the marijuana there where you know that it's being being done properly than them to go out and get something on the street that's been laced with something that might might kill them. And the fact that it's legal is 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 is, is you know that's a big issue. As the construction has started on the recreation center, how do you plan to make sure the building is successful? I I want to support that project as much as I was against it. I thought it cost too much. I I thought it was in a bad location. Uh, I want to do everything I can if if not on the city council as as somebody that's just a citizen. I want to work with them to do everything we can to see that that building just does not sit there as an empty structure. Uh, it got it got voted, it got approved of, the building is being completed and we need to do everything we can. And hopefully the monies that are coming into the city through new developers, new, new uh, economic growth will, will help us to help maintain that if at times that it needs help. But absolutely, it, it, do I not want to see that fail? Uh, it would be a great burden on the city. Uh, it would be an eyesore. And uh, I think that, like I think, I think the more businesses that will, will come into the city, the more opportunities that, we, that the city will have to have the finances to uh, be able to help secure that if it has times whenever it's having trouble. All right, that's the last question we had for you, Mr. Landry. Oh, wow, that was quick. <laughs> All right, Sonia, you'll be next. Okay. Will you vote to, sorry, will you vote to hold a binding referendum that will allow residents the opportunity to determine if the city should have a cannabis dispensary and whether it should be located downtown or elsewhere? If not, why not? Um, no. I, I would not. And I will tell you why. I think that's a good question. And I think it's a question that needs to be explained and understood. Um, it's a slippery slope. Every time a major issue comes up, the council, the citizens have to have, uh, they have to have confidence in their council, their elected members in order to make those decisions. Um, it could come to the point where every time there's a new liquor license, are we going to vote for that? Um, everything 
the, every choice we make up there directly affects the lives of our citizens. And we have to understand that. And this is another one of those issues. I will also say that um, I think there's a huge misconception about dispensaries and uh, especially about the one that we're, we're going to have. Um, if you look at all of the dispensaries that are coming to the areas around us, they're larger, especially the one in Edwardsville. It's in a very large building. Um, this is going to be a much smaller scale. Um, and then when you look at where it's going to be located, uh, that is absolute foot traffic. Every single business that came last night to the, the city council meeting was so in support of this. Actually, one individual came who's going to open a restaurant. And he said one of the reasons why he was coming to our city was because he heard the dispensary was opening. Um, this is a highly regulated business. I, you know, it, it gets to the point where we can also, are we going to, if we have another liquor store, are we going to start voting on that as well? Um, as far as it not being family friendly, I find that idea a little laughable because the idea of it is um, I'm not going to have a problem walking my children by a dispensary. They're not allowed inside. Uh, we have a shop right next to Tricky's that has a huge uh, LED cannabis like plant on it. To me, this is not what we're going to be walking by. It's not going to be people are going to be walking in. And when I say people are going to be walking in, they're going to be people who are middle to higher income. And they're also going to be middle-aged typically. So, I mean, when you look at it, when you see the clientele is going to be, um, first of all, we have, we heard last night from the people that are going to be opening the dispensary about the clientele. We heard about the, um, how, strict the rules are. I, I think that when you take all of that into account and you understand they're going to be rehabbing a building that has been sitting there for decades untouched, and they're going to be putting money back into that community and to that specific area. I, I don't know why that isn't something that we would want. Um, you know, if we put it near a highway, people are going to come off the highway by it and they're going to leave. They're not going to come into our community and see what else we have to offer. You put it by a bus stop. Those aren't necessarily the clientele that are going to be coming and buying legal marijuana. This is not a cheap product. So, you know, it's, it's regulated and it's also on the higher end. So it's going to attract a certain level of individual. And those are exactly the kind of people who are gonna come buy shoes. They're gonna come um, enjoy our restaurants. They're gonna go down the street to Sweet Tooth and get themselves something, a little sweet treat. Uh, maybe they're going to go to Clearies and get some shoes. Like this is the type of thing that we need in order for our downtown to thrive is foot traffic. So why would we turn away something that's going to attract that there? I have been talking to many individuals throughout our community, throughout all of the various things that I do. And honestly, I haven't heard more than one person say they're against it. I've heard one person say they're not in favor of the location and one person just say they're against it, period. And that's about it. For the most part, especially with my age group, everybody's very in favor of it. And who are we to deny people the use of medical marijuana and the use in an area that is easily accessible by foot or by bus or has a huge parking lot behind it? And it's easy to get off two different routes to get to. So no, I will not be voting for that to go to a referendum. And that is why. Over the past few years, there have been several times when the city and its employees appear to have violated state election laws, and the city appears to be misappropriating funds to build the rec center. If elected, will you vote to have these activities investigated to determine how to correct this going forward? 
first of all, I'm sorry that I find that question very insulting to the employees of our city. You know, we have a really good staff. We have really good managers. And the fact that our city runs as well as it does is a credit to every single person that works there. So to imply that the employees are somehow breaking the law is, is laughable to me because there was a lawsuit and it was dismissed. Therefore proven that they did not break any laws. And currently the lawsuit that is pending has not been decided on. So I don't understand how come we're able to say that it is against the law because that has not been ruled on yet. So no, there will be no investigation because as far as I'm concerned, nothing has happened wrong incorrectly. You have publicly called for the community to support the new rec center to make it successful. However, in the 2023-2024 proposed city budget, there is a projected loss of $165,000, 57,000 plus 108,000 for the rec director that was not included in the rec center budget. How do you propose the city covers these losses? Where would you look to cut expenses or how would you propose the city raise the revenue to cover the loss? Okay, this is another one of those times when this is a very um, cleverly disguised question. Uh, actually, there isn't a loss. There was an individual who retired from the city who was making about $100,000. The rec department did not hire that new, a new person into that particular position. So what they did instead is they shifted this to a different position. And that has been clearly stated in several meetings. So there isn't a loss there. There was just a shifting of position title. Um, additionally, that $57,000 is a brand new building that you're furnishing. So of course, there's going to be extra expenses the first year. And there are no fees coming in. There's no rental fees coming in. There's no fees of individuals coming to use it coming in. So to me, I mean, I, this is public sector. I, we're not here to run a profit. We're not here to gain a profit. If anything, the city is in the best financial shape it's ever been in, which is another credit to all of the employees that we currently have. So, you know, those aren't losses. And, and honestly, can you put a price on having a community center that our entire city can utilize and enjoy? How many years have you been volunteering to coach at the Wood River Park and Recreation Department? Over 25. I was about 17 or 18 the first time I coached a team of 12-year-old girls. We were the wild Mustangs and we were hot pink. And I did take a slight break when I had my daughter. But I think um, I coached until I was about eight months pregnant with her. And then as soon as they were right back in the program, about three or four years later, I came back. So I've been very blessed to be able to do that for as long as I have. What is your plan for economic growth in Wood River? You know, I think the first step was um, getting this dispensary in, to be completely honest with you. And last night at the meeting, we had about four or five businesses come in and every single one of them thanked us for the very encouraging and welcoming small business uh, environment that we've created for them. Uh, we also have the Economic Growth Association that has that has come about, uh, the developers that are coming in, coming in, they promise to be mentors for small businesses, which is huge because that's a daunting task to open a small business. I think it's an undertaking that many people might underestimate. And then, I mean, these are businesses we want to bring in. And once they're brought in, you want them to be sustainable. You want them to, to be able to thrive in that environment. So I think one is just 
the promotion that we have, I think the Riverbend Growth Association is a great thing for the city to get involved in, bring tourism and revenue here. Uh, I think that a lot of good steps have been made. The previous administration set up a lot of dominoes for us to knock down, and we've been able to do that. I think we're on the right path, and we just need to continue on that path. Voters overwhelmingly opposed building the rec center 72 to 28%. While on the council, why did you vote to both build it anyway? Well, the name of the referendum was the Save the Roundhouse referendum, right? And there were two issues that were mutually, mutually exclusive on that specific referendum. And it was not a binding referendum. It was an advisory one. And when I spoke to people, especially when I was campaigning against it, and then afterwards, the overwhelming response to me was, I don't mind the rec center. I just want to save the roundhouse. So when I asked people if they could break out the percentages of who voted just to save the roundhouse, I couldn't get that number. And then when I asked who voted to just know for the rec center, I couldn't get that number either. And then how many people voted for both? If that referendum was truly meant to be the advisory referendum that it was, those two issues should have been excluded from one another and the opportunity for individuals to vote separately should have happened. But to bind them together in a convoluted writing was um, a, a great misdirection and it was unfair to people who wanted to save the roundhouse but felt stuck. So I'm, I'm sorry, but I didn't feel like that was a fair referendum to ask people to vote for. How do you feel about the possibility of a dispensary coming to Wood River? What are the pros and cons? Well, I think I just expressed my feelings on it. And um, the pros are, do you know there's been studies that have been done that property values raise in areas that have dispensaries? Um, there have also been studies that have been done that prove that um, underage use has actually gone down in areas. Um, there have also been studies that have been done that have proven that crime does not raise and in some instances actually does lower. So when you, you know, the state itself looked at a numerous statistics and wrote their own report. Uh, if you go to read their report before they allowed it to be legalized throughout the state. And if you go and look at those numbers and those facts, you realize that uh, it, it's not the, the evil thing that everybody makes it out to be. And I would venture to say that this type of backlash happened when there were legalized gaming systems that were starting to go into gas stations. I would, I would venture to say that I remember when there was backlash about the boat going into Alton. I remember when there was backlash. I mean, we had prohibition. So, you know, someone's always had something against uh, an issue they feel is morally against their own beliefs. But the bottom line is, it's not for us to police people through restricting what they can and cannot do that's allowed legally by law. You talk about progressing forward. How does the city do this? I feel like making sure that we have an environment that people feel comfortable in. Um, I'm very big on making sure that this is a home for my kids. And, um, you know, they're fifth generation. I would love for the sixth generation to be here. And I feel like if we make sure that we do things like celebrate National Prayer Day, that's awesome. But let's also celebrate Pride Day, right? Pride Month. Let's make sure that we're out there celebrating uh Black History Month. Let's make sure we're celebrating Women's History Month. Let's make sure every single constituent within our city is proud to be a constituent in our city. Let's make sure that people can look at our community and say, I want to be a part of that. I want to, I want to go there. If, if for nothing else to go experience it for a day. Um, you know, this is a really cool community and there's so much potential. 
And I wish everybody would get on board and, and walk forward with all of us. As the construction has started on the recreation center, how do you plan to make sure the building is successful? Thank you for that. I've been dying for this question. So here's the deal. As a mom living in the time of my kids running to 15 activities every week, uh, you know, you pay for gas in the places where your kids are running for activities. We're buying lunch in the places where our kids are doing their activities. I'm going to get groceries in those places. And if, if people do not think that those sales tax dollars aren't going to come here, that's crazy to me. Also, I, I don't know if everybody knows this, but there was a shootout for my basketball team this Saturday. We were shoved into the East Alton middle, like the, not even the middle school gym, the grade school gym. And parents couldn't even be there because we are dying for space right now. There are, there are hardly any places to hold the activities of the programs we're currently trying to give children. And the room for expansion is there. We're limiting the number of age, the grades that we can do things with. We're limiting the number of kids that can be on a team. I mean, kids, and you know, here's the deal. Kids aren't doing sports when they're little because they plan on going to play in the NBA or the NFL. This is this is time for them to just get together with their peers. This is time for them to make friendships. This is time for them to get comfortable with the people they're going to be going to school with. This is time for them to learn how to be a teammate, how to have good sportsmanship, you know? So to me, a sport, a healthy sports program, a healthy community program, you know, there's time, there's room now for a day camp for parents, for relief in the summers, for childcare. There's room now for team nights, where they can have Friday nights just to have a safe space to be, which I've heard many of them say they want. I, I, there's times for adult dodgeball. There's so many opportunities aside from all the leagues that are already asking about the rec center and renting it. So this is going to be a successful building. There's no doubt in my head. And then if you continue to take into consideration all of the sales tax dollars that are going to be brought to our community through all of the events that can be held, I, I mean, it's a win-win for our city. And for anyone to not support it, I mean, I'm, I'm, that makes me sad. But at the same time, this is something we're giving our, our youth and, and the rest of our citizens. Thank you. What, what's accomplishment are you most proud of your time on the council and what do you still want to accomplish? Oh, what's my... Thank what you, Sonia. Most... Your time is up. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Sonia. It is now Kristen's turn. Will you vote to hold a binding referendum that will allow residents the opportunity to determine if the city should have a cannabis dispensary and whether it should be located downtown or elsewhere? If not, why not? No, I won't. Um, I don't think that it's necessary. Uh, I think that it does put us in some muddy water when we start to do those things. Uh, are we going to need to have a vote on a next fitness facility? Are we going to need a vote on a next putt-putt place? It just, it muddies the water and we have elected officials to take care of that, to listen to our residents and to make their voices heard and give, do what they are being told by their residents. So no, I would not. Over the past few years, there have been several times when the city and its employees appear to have violated state election laws and the city appears to be misappropriating funds to build the rec center. 
If elected, will you vote to have these activities investigated to determine how to correct this going forward? No, I don't think that I would. Um, I do trust the employees of the city and I feel that they have the best interest of our residents at heart. And I feel that they are doing what they need to be doing. Uh, I don't feel that there's any shady business going on as people may think. Um, I think they're running the business the, or the city the way that they should be. This is the first time in six months or in years that we've had a six month reserve, uh, which is huge. The pensions are being funded more. We are at 60% for our fire and police pension. I think that's important to note. And I, I don't think that there needs to be any investigation of anything that's going on at this time. You have publicly called for the community to support the new rec center to make it successful. However, in the 2023-24 proposed city budget, there is a projected loss of $165,000, $57,000 plus $108,000 for the rec director that was not included in the rec center budget. How do you propose the city cover these losses? Where would you look to cut expenses or how would you propose the city raise the revenue to cover the loss? Well, we don't really know how much money the rec center is going to make because it's being built now. So um, as it being projected, I would continue doing what I've been saying that I would do. I would uh, hope that they would be uh, offering programs for every single resident. And I hope that with economic growth, we'd be able to um, grow our community so that those funds from the new tax revenue can help offset the cost of the rec center. Your published platform states, work towards a more inclusive community with programs for all residents. Would you support a gay pride day like Alton does or have drag queen story hour at the library as Glenn Carbon does so we can finally have true inclusivity in this community, please? Yes, I would, absolutely. Um, I think that every single resident should feel like this is uh, a safe and hometown for them. Uh, my biggest push right now is that everyone is that everyone should have a hometown. Everyone deserves a hometown that they feel supported. And if that is a way that they feel supported, absolutely. I would love to have a conversation with anyone that would want to do anything that they could feel more supported. Um, inclusivity is such a huge word. And I know that sometimes it's a trigger word and it shouldn't be. Um, Everyone should feel at home and we should be able to promote different programming and different opportunities for every single resident that we have. What organizations, boards, and committees do you currently volunteer on in Wood River? How do you support our community now, not including monetarily? Uh, the boards and commissions that I am a part of, I'm a partner, of, or I'm a part of the Wood River Library Foundation. Uh, what we do is we raise money for programming for the library. Uh, I'm on the appearance committee. I'm on the Wood River Economic Development nonprofit. I am on the comprehensive plan committee. I am on the bike and pedestrian advisory committee. Um, I work with the high school. I'm on the graphic design advisory council. Uh, I have a lot of things that I do. Uh, I'm very busy and very involved with the community because I live here. 
and I feel that it's important and I'm here to change the community, whether I'm on city council or not, it's my duty just as a citizen to change the community for the better and to make it a better place for my kids, for me and for my husband. What is your plan for economic growth in Wood River? Uh, my plan, my plan, good question. Um, I already work with a lot of small businesses and I work with a lot of entrepreneurs that are wanting to start a small business. So I think that the small business uh, world is the heartbeat of communities. So I would like to uh, offer some different workshops for entrepreneurs that include business plan development, funding, marketing, um, talk to the city and council or city and county for different ordinances. So people know how to do that. That's a a scary thing to dive into for a small business. So giving people the opportunity to have that extra help, I think is very, very important. Um, and then with established businesses, I think that there should be continuing education for them just so that we make sure that they are successful in business in whatever. Um, I'd love to grow the TIF program that is downtown. Um, make sure that businesses are educated on that and know what that can be used for for their businesses. I also want a shop small local program in place so that people um, continue to spend their money in, in the city so that our tax revenue can be higher. Um, lots of different things. I want to promote more development in the East End as well as off of Old St. Louis Road. I think that we have some industrial space that can be used and enticing those uh, industry jobs would be great. Uh, and just keep, keep promoting the city for all of the good things that we're doing. Uh, I'd like to see a new marketing campaign with the city that would have a business directory that is very user-friendly that people could use and find all of the businesses that are in Wood River. Um, I'd also like to see a commercial property list maybe um, on the city website that people that are looking for space can go there and find out information about different um, properties that they can rent or buy and things like that. Small business is a big thing, but I also want to um, see the Walmart area grow and working with them to get different developers and developments in there would be very important as as well as the east end so i think lots of people um there's a lot of development that can happen and just talking to those people and giving them all of the resources will bring us more more economic growth as the construction has started on the recreation center how do you plan to make sure the rec the building is successful um, it goes back to inclusivity, I think. I think that uh, there needs to be programs for every single citizen. I think that there needs to be little baby classes. I think there needs to be senior uh, classes and it needs to be affordable and just use that building the way that it needs to be used. I know that there's a ton of rental opportunity there. I know that there are basketball teams that are always looking for space. My son plays basketball and he is, we're pushing them all over the place, trying to find a different basketball place. So I think that would be important to use that as rental. I think that we could bring tournaments in for using that space. I know the pickleball, I know that there's tournaments for pickleball. The gymnastics program is huge and will just become even bigger with quality space there. Um, also economic growth comes into there. 
the more economic growth that we have, I think that we can use the funds that those those new businesses are uh, bringing in and use that to offset some of the costs that will be occurred occurring from the rec center. Um, I think the rec center is going to be great. I wasn't 100% for it when it started. I thought that there were some other things that needed to be done first, but now that it's it's here, uh, I'm excited to push it forward and make sure that it's successful. What's your vision for Wood River's future? Uh, my vision for Wood River's future. Um, I sound like I'm repeating myself, but really the vision for Wood River is to have a healthy economy and a hometown for everyone. I want to see people wanting to move to Wood River because they see how great we are. There's, there's so many things that we have already. Um, and just with the growth that we have with the dispensary coming in, with the growth that's coming in at, on the east side, there's so much momentum here that I just, I see this as a great place to raise a family and a great place to grow old and just a community that loves each other, supports each other and I don't want to be all mushy, <laughs> but I want it to be a place that my kids want to come back to and grow their families. And that's important to me. Thank you. That's the last question we had for you tonight. We will now, you will now each get two additional minutes for last thoughts before we end the Zoom call. As mentioned before, we will go in reverse order. Get my timer ready. Mr. Landry, you're going to start. Go ahead. Uh, our city's at a crossroad for either success or failure. This election is about whether you want to see the city grow economically and reduce taxes and bring in opportunities for all the citizens. The city has, as the city has more economic growth, again, fixing up and developing downtown and other parts of Wood River with new businesses, great homeowners opportunities for first time homeowners, continue with road improvement, sidewalk improvement, continue with our parks, improving our parks and our facilities and supporting the rec center that it will not be a failure. I think it is important that now that that building is up, we need to support it any way possible. The opportunities are great for the rec center. Uh, when my kids were playing select baseball or, or Legion ball, they needed places to go do batting. There's so many different opportunities there uh, for that rec center to be used that I didn't mention earlier. And I just want to be a part of this city blooming and blossoming again so that my children can enjoy the benefits that I enjoyed when I was growing up in the city. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, David. Sonia, it is your turn now. Hi, thank you. Um, I would just like to say that 
uh, this is my home. This is what I care about. And I want to make sure that, I mean, Dave just mentioned it, sorry. <laughs> and I know it's been mentioned several times, but this is something I want my kids to come back to. This is somewhere where I want them to say they're proud of coming from. Um, we've got a whole new group of 18 year olds are about to graduate from high school. And I want them to look back and think, wow, yeah, I wanna go back to Wood River uh, once I'm done spreading my wings. Uh, you know, the city is doing fantastic. We have the first time ever six month reserve that I, I can remember. We have um, the lowest tax rate in the two years since I've been on the board or the council. Uh, also our estimated assessed value is the highest it's ever been. I mean, the city is really growing by leaps and bounds. The work that the council has been putting in for the last two years has really pushed the city forward. And I would just like to stay exactly where I am and keep moving us um, as progressing us as, as far as I can. Thank you. Thank you, Sonia. Mr. Detmers, you're going to be next. Um, I want to make sure that everyone understands that I'm not opposed to the rec center. My concern about the rec center is the drain on the city's resources, because the more money we spend on the rec center, it denies us the opportunity to lower uh, fees and uh, lower the taxes. So what I'd like to see done is to have the uh, rec center turned over to the YMCA, which is a very uh, efficient way of doing things. The Edwardsville has their programs uh, run through the YMCA. Also, I disagree uh, with the comments that have been made tonight about um, not uh, not having uh, referendums. Referendums are a very common type of a way to let communities and councils know what the intention and the direction that the, the uh, community would like to see their city go forward. So I think it's important that the, the council continue to try to understand where the uh, community wants to see the, the uh, direction, uh, have an input on what the decisions are by the community, by the council. Also, um, I want to make sure that funds are made available to help uh, young families come into the community to uh, rehab some of the uh, existing homes and improve them so we can increase our uh, tax base. And finally, uh, I think we need to elect leaders with the knowledge and the experience to pro provide the proper oversight of management so that we can uh, have a more efficient city operation and keep control of our costs and our fees. That way we can continue to make sure that city continues to prosper and grow in the future. Thank you. Thank you, Bill. Kristen, you're up next. Thank you. Um, throughout my campaign, I have said that I feel that everyone deserves a hometown, that they feel supported and welcomed and heard. And I'll continue to push that because I feel that it's important, whether or not I'm elected or not, I'm not going anywhere. I'm still, I'm still a resident here and I'm still going to volunteer my time because I love the city. Um, I'll continue to promote growth, inclusivity, and pride in the community because I feel that that's important. Um, I want people to volunteer in our city because they love our city. And I want people to be here for that. I want our youth to be involved with the city. I think that it's important that their voices are heard and that we have um, a place for them at the table because they're the future of our city. So I'll continue to push that and I'll continue to push what I have heard from the residents that I've spoken to that they want, because that's important to me. 
Um, as I've talked to a lot of citizens, I've kind of made a metaphor and it's kind of cheesy. Um, my son is a baseball player, so we have a lot of baseball metaphors at my house. Um, I like to think of the city council as kind of like an all-star team. Every single person has a great talent and individual, they, they do great things. But when you put them together, they're a powerhouse. They are there to push our city forward, to make our city the best city that it can be. And I think that the city council should be able to work together as a team and grow our community, move us forward and put us in that spot that everybody is looking at us to move to Woodriver because it's a great town. And I'll continue to push that. Thank you so much. Thank you, Kristen. David Ayers, it is your turn now. Thank you. I just have two comments um, about the, the rec center. One being that we have a lot of youth organizations and, uh, and activities, but those are usually in the morning or after school. What do we have during the day? I mean, yes, we have, we have pickleball players, but we're not gonna have volleyball leagues, et cetera. So we need to add senior citizens to the group because right now there's nothing in the facility designated for senior citizens. And I belong to a senior citizen group in Alton and there are many people who attend and they have equipment. So we're having a rec center and we're talking about youth and leagues, but we have an in-between time and we need something for seniors. Also, it was, it was stated that we're growing leaps and bounds the city is. Uh, and in my walks in last this past week, I found two residents who will be leaving in the last probably in the next six months because of neighborhood issues, um, diff different issues, but they're very unhappy with the city and some city employees. So we need to uh, keep our leaps and bounds, hopefully with the business and and maybe help the citizens feel that way too and lastly um i would like to say that i like this city i live here i've lived here 43 years my wife's been here for all her life and i'm the only former mayor still living here our last two have deserted us so i'm going to be a permanent resident so um to you, the voters. Thank you, Dr. Ayers. Your time is up. Nice job, ladies. Right. Thank you to everyone for taking time to join us on our Zoom call this evening. If anyone would like more information about any of the candidates featured in our Ask the Candidates video, please head to our website, woodriverlibrary.org slash b-a-voter for links to their, their campaign pages. Election day is Tuesday, April 4th. Be sure to get out and cast your vote. Have a great evening.